Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It is me, Chris, and of course, we have a Jimmy. What's up, Chris? <laughs> What's up, man? Nice to be back. <laughs> yeah. Last day of rifle season tomorrow. <laughs> We've been talking a lot of crap about yeah. shooting deer. and Yeah, we, I mean, I've shot one, and that's it, and that was early muzzleloader. Uh, I don't know. It's been yeah. kind of an odd year. It's been kind of an odd year in that uh, we have a ton of deer up there. We know we do. Yeah, I and mean, you know we passed. We passed on deer, our, but yeah. it's just not getting the opportunities that we want. And that's the bit of the frustrating yeah. part. Tomorrow morning, that all changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we come back, nothing tomorrow. Tomorrow morning is pretty much a brown is down. That's the way I'm kind of looking at it. I mean, if it if it walks out in front of me, I'm smacking it. Uh, whether that's it. 715 or, yeah. or 915. Yep. Uh it's getting it's getting cracked. We'll just go back um, out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If we, if we get one in 715. Uh, so uh yeah, so that's how our hunting season's going so far. Yeah. I mean, not too bad. I made a good batch, a really good batch of jerky. Heck yeah. So uh yeah. Crazy ass shit going on though, Jimmy. I mean, insanity. We talked a while, we talked a few episodes ago. Uh, and I think my question was, is why are these colleges, Harvard, mm-hmm. uh, UPenn, uh, MIT, Columbia, why do we still consider them, you know, the cream of the crop schools when they aren't teaching the kids? First of all, I would, be, I would go out as far as to say is they're teaching the students that go there less than a lot of other schools are anyway. Because I've, I mean, turn on any... Uh, network news and 90% of the people that are on any of them are Harvard grads uh, or, or something like that. And and they're dumb as box of rocks. I feel like these kinds of people, the caliber of people that go to these Ivy League schools by and large are people that do almost nothing. They get into yeah. some sort of like, yeah, they live off the name job. saying I went right. to Harvard. Right. But, and their job is, they don't actually, they don't produce anything for society. They get paid to, yeah, you know, Mooch. speak their opinion or whatever, <laughs> just come up with ridiculous policies yeah. and regulations and adding debt to to our society yeah. rather than actually producing something for our society. Well, but it's not. It's but even the ones that do end up in a career of like law, what do they do? They aren't in. They aren't in courtrooms. They're in academia. They're you know they're not uh, you know they're not your DAs and they're not your this and that in a in a federal courtroom or anything like that. Most of them are you know, on TV, (laughs) you know, they don't, or they're in colleges teaching at law schools and that's all they do. Like we have a Supreme court justice that was never an, was never a judge. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, she, now did she, she very limitedly actually practiced law. Um, She was the, uh, I think she was the solicitor general before uh, Obama picked her. We're talking about, uh, uh, Kagan, Elena Kagan, uh, you know, she, she never sat the bench. She was an attorney for a, an actual, like working attorney for a very short period of time. And then she became solicitor general. And then she was a, she was an academia solicitor general Supreme court. <laughs> I mean, that was, a. I mean, and Obama, to be honest, he went to Harvard law school. I believe Michelle did too. They're both lawyers. Neither one of them ever practiced law that I'm aware of. No. Uh, um, so, 
Yeah, I, I just don't see why. And, and now the reason I bring this up, obviously, if you've been living under a rock, you haven't seen this. But the three presidents of MIT, UPenn and Harvard were in front of Congress uh, talking about their policy, um, about why they're allowing basically all this anti-Semitism on their campuses. And the answers that they gave, you know, to is is calling for the genocide of the question was, is calling for the genocide of Jewish people on your campuses a violation of your school code of conduct? And not one of them, not one of them would come out and say yes. I mean, that's probably the easiest. Well, they, yeah, they don't want to backtrack completely because all they've been doing is supporting it. They haven't right. even just been real indifferent to it. They've been backing it right. since this has been going on. Well, they're paying the price for it. Uh, and all three of them may ultimately pay the price with their jobs. UPenn, uh, it looks like uh, there's indications that the board of directors at UPenn are now seriously considering firing uh, you know, their president, who was the one that testified. Um, Harvard, probably not too far behind because uh, she, of all three of them, she was the worst. And <clears throat> to the to the degree that another person who works at Harvard uh, basically has come out now and said that the only reason she got that job as president was because of DEI. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that's no surprise because yeah. that's been going on for well, and time. it's Harvard, so yeah. of course they're the epicenter of DEI. Um, so, you know, now there's calls for all three of them to be fired. Um, and it looks like UPenn might be the first one to actually act upon that. So I don't know, man. I, I just, you know, there's already so many other issues I have with our college system, as you do, um, the way it is now. And this is just one more, one more link in the chain to, you know, sway everything over to why do we consider these schools well, it's such so a, prestigious? Right, exactly. And it's such a broken system. I just don't know what value it's really adding. It just seems like a it's a routine of society. It's a yeah. really, it's like almost like a rite of passage thing. It's not actually uh, producing right. value. I mean, I can probably say that for all of our school systems, all of our school systems. There's, you know, private schools are probably the best industry. Yeah, charter schools. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're anywhere where merit actually kind of matters. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I guess we're seeing that. Every, I can't say it's completely corrupt because some of these schools and these school systems are are being very honest about their testing scores and things like that. Yeah. Were these? What was it? Uh, what was the the study of the Baltimore yeah. school system where yeah. twenty three out of the I don't no, know, 25 or was it whatever yeah, it was, it was, like, it was school, like it was like not one of them 87 percent or oh you mean schools it was like 23 out of 25 schools <laughs> failed yeah the basic basic standard tests for their grade level yeah yeah so two schools in an entire city passed the basic standards test but they still have a graduation rate of like 93%. Yeah, that, uh, not, <laughs> I'm not understanding that. Well, we see everybody gets pushed through. I mean, I I went back to school to get my degree while I was mm. employed full time, while I had three children. So I went to school in the middle of the night because I, I did online school. But I got to see what other students were submitting for their or just how they would write when we would when we would have assignments that were on community forums or community boards. 
I would see that the way students would write and it was <laughs> laugh. It was absurd. Yeah. It was stuff where I'm like, this is absolutely unacceptable yeah. in my professional environment. I right. would not, I mean, this would be, I wouldn't, I would be offended and, myself to turn it in. It would it'd be a, a complete embarrassment. Yeah. So, but they only get, you know, you get knocked off a little bit. So it gets knocked down to like a B because, well, this could be this, this could be this rather than no, this is unacceptable. Yeah. This is a fail. Uh, you need to redo this. You right. need to, we're actually going to teach you. No, because these online schools and I, and, uh, I, I did con I contributed to this. I went to an online school. Um, I, these the faculty, the staff or whatever, they're not invested. Right. They're there doing this as a side job, collecting a paycheck. Mm. All they have to do is proctor an exam yep. or a paper or whatever. They don't ha actually have to. They're, they're barely doing anything. Yeah, they're not interacting at any large scale with any of the students. Oh, and the other thing is that the curriculum almost none of it was actually like it wasn't created by the school. It was created by they're t taking it from other programs. Right. They're, they're giving um, assignments. Everything is is regurgitated from former classes, other universities, yeah. other assignments. And so they're not actually doing anything. So, um, you know, when I went to online school, the the whole story was like oh you're gonna go to this online school it's just a degree mill all you got to do is show up for four years or whatever and you get a degree well i busted my butt i wrote a an absurd amount of papers mm -hmm. i had to do absurd, absurd amount of research and to actually do well but i think that was only because that's just how i operate that's you yeah yeah somebody else you wouldn't have to you did in other words that wasn't the expectation except the expectation that you put on yourself yeah that wasn't the minimum standard it wasn't the school's expectation that you were going to do that right right but that's just how i operate so right. you know that's what i did I, it certainly was not an easy thing i grinded out for three years um major detriment to my family really just to get a checkbox yep and um man it really, yeah, I have such problems and difficulty <laughs> uh, with with college and the utility of yeah. it. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, but, I, I mean, we're going to see, I think, unfortunately, well, fortunately or unfortunately, however <laughs> you look at it, um, we're going to see, you're going to start to see these schools, you know, these supposedly prestigious schools, you know, they're fall from grace. And, mm -hmm. and you know, they did it to themselves. Uh, you know, the, these schools are losing hundreds of millions of dollars in donations now because of their stance on these certain issues. Um, so, yeah, screw them. I mean, <laughs> you had a good thing going and like everything else that liberals and Democrats touch, yeah. you, you eventually you just turn it into shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, well, anyway. Hey, Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah. Hunter. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. I it's love all, it. It's I, all a no, game, though. It's all a no, game. No, dude, I love this. I love this because, <laughs> you know me, I say it all the time, I troll. That's what <laughs> I do. And so the running narrative, and you, I love it because you always know what the media liberal talking points are going to be. Like within, within a 15-minute time period, you know what every liberal publication or every liberal media organization. It's all the same. It's all identical. Yeah. So obviously it's being put out there by somebody, right? 
<laughs> and it's the same on everything. It's the same on, you know, every topic that they talk about. Every single one of them starts with, well, the new one is, if his last name wasn't Biden, he wouldn't be facing any of these charges. And it's just, it's just an abomination that they're doing this. I'm like, wait a minute. Sounds like something else. I'm like, wait a minute. Because isn't that the exact same thing that you're doing to anybody named Trump? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they don't recognize the double standards, the hypocrisy. No, they it's, do. It's I don't think they do. Oh, I do. I, I think, think they that, know full well. I think they're that ignorant. And and speaking of speaking of Trump, uh, you know, his civil case in New York is 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 going on. Um where the judge uh, already found him guilty prior to the court case even starting. Mm. Um, well, I think Trump's got some good news. Really? Yeah. Uh, the appellate court. So so here's what, uh, I can't remember, uh, Fanny's the one down in Atlanta. She's the DA down there. So Letitia. Mm -hmm. Letitia's the, the, the New York prosecutor that's going Mike after Jackson. him here. Yeah. Um, so here's what she tried to do. She tried to get it where even before this court case is over, that the judge stripped Trump and his corporation the ability to operate in New York. <laughs> right. Uh, and so this judge that she sent it to said, yes, absolutely. hundred percent. Cause we already know he's in the bag. Mm -hmm. uh, he's already made that abundantly clear that he's in the bag with this. He's an elected Democrat mm -hmm. judge in New York city. He, he and Letitia are buddies. So, yeah, 100%. He's in the bag. He said, yeah. It went to the appellate court. The appellate court said, uh, no. <laughs> uh, and that just that just happened yesterday mm. where the appellate court came back and said, yeah, no. Uh, I think they're sending a signal that uh, it doesn't matter what this judge says. Like, it no longer. Now, of course, as soon as this judge finds him guilty, the liberal media is going to be like, oh, Trump found guilty and he has to pay $265 million and he has to, you know, stop business. And the, no, because it, this is going to get, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if they don't even have to file anything with the appellate court before the appellate court just says, yeah, no, <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Now, of course they have to file something with the appellate court because they can't take action if they have nothing in front of them. But <laughs> yeah, I think the appellate court sent in a pretty clear message that, yeah, that's just not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, they'll be able to have their 10 minutes of their 10 minutes of oh, he's he was found guilty and you know, penalized this and this and this, and then you know, a week later it's gonna be, yeah, that shit's all thrown out. Um, but you'll never hear that. It doesn't matter, it's kind of like the the redactions that these media organizations have to put out, like yeah, the majority of the people don't see that part. Well, no, because it's buried on page, you know, the headline yeah. is on page one. You know, Trump found guilty. The retraction or the correction is on page 39, buried in the middle of a paragraph of another story somewhere. Oh, by the way, Trump was. And then you have fact check websites that are like, well, Trump indicted. Mostly true. Yeah. And then yeah, ultimately yeah. false. Yeah. But they don't yeah. say that. They yeah, don't right. say that part. Right. Uh, so, but Hunter. Uh, how long has that been out now? The Hunter, Hunter has long. So. Yesterday. Yesterday. So the the UFO stuff should be coming out any <laughs> yeah, moment now. Yeah. Or we should be just about ready to hear yeah. about the new COVID strain. Right. Yeah. Bigfoot's <laughs> going to make an appearance, something. Exactly. But yeah. he was uh, indicted on nine new charges. Uh, I think three of them are felonies. Uh, and he's facing 17 years in prison. Now, I'm not sure this is necessarily a positive thing. 
because what does it do for Hunter? Yeah, no, I actually, I really don't think that it is. I think it's meant to not be. Um, they're trying to level the playing field, I think, be like, oh, well, we're going after Hunter. I don't think so at all. No? I think he was scheduled to testify next week in front of Congress. <laughs> so that's, uh, they're getting So now it. his answer can be, I'm under federal indictment. I can't talk about it. Mm. So he's not going to have to answer any of Congress's questions next week. Uh now that so, these are pending yeah, more. So, yeah, yeah I, I think it's a complete cover strategic move. And we'll see, because guess what? Just because he's indicted doesn't mean that they're actually going to bring. No, no, of course. Going to bring it to a courtroom. Right. So they'll hold off, hold off, hold off. And then, you know, that's I wouldn't be surprised I, if this shit just doesn't disappear. Well, and that's what I think. It's all it's all just a game. And just to say that they're playing, uh, you know, on an equal playing field and, um, they're trying to eliminate the arguments because it's all it's all the game, all about the election yeah. and uh, what's what's going to happen <coughs> as things wind down. But uh, did you see the most recent debate, Ugh. the fourth GOP debate? I, I couldn't do it, man. I always I, I couldn't do it. To, plus, my boys there. I've watched I've watched <laughs> I've watched a significant amount of it. Uh, I haven't yeah. watched it from beginning to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna see the clips yeah. from it. I mean, so. Obviously, I think the media is making it real clear that Nikki Haley won the debate again, yep. which is absurd. But you know what? The the thing that I found interesting, and, and it baffles me, but there's I don't think there's a lot of support behind Vivek. Mm -mm. Everybody that I know yeah, who I knows so. anything about politics in any political circles, they're all about Vivek, and they mm -hmm. and they think he's great. They think he's at for the job he's very um positioned well he's young and he's got uh he's got plenty of opportunity but that they're not they're not expecting much nobody expects much because we're not seeing that level of support yet it was it, i'm not sure how the audiences um you know how they put together an audience for the debates yeah but man it seemed manufactured this time because they all booed him they were booing the yeah and like yeah. cheering for Nikki Haley when, when what if you actually listen to what they're saying, it was like absurd for them to be doing that. And uh, they were getting mad every time Vivek would call her out. Yeah, uh, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I'd love to have a conversation with somebody who. Well, this has, this debate, at least what I've seen, really lacked substance. I mean, all around. I don't I don't think there was much substance to any of it because. They spent most of their time attacking each other. I mean, Chris Christie, not that anybody listens to anything fucking Chris Christie says, because I don't even know why he's on the stage, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, he has nothing. He says nothing but uh, Trump's a criminal and Vivek's a loudmouth whiner. Yeah. I, I mean, that's really the two things that he says constantly. And the only thing he he talks nothing policy. He talks nothing, anything else. Uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, she, she brings nothing to the table like yeah, that. I mean, like I, I'll if she look. well interesting about her is you know her one big thing that they keep showing was somebody brought up and met have been Vivek I don't know that uh, her biggest donors are all Democrats hmm. because they want her yeah to to be the front runner. I just don't see if she if she were the front runner and you know and Trump uh 
But then they booed Vivek for saying, yeah, they want her to be the front runner because every time the liberal media comes after her, she collapses and gives into them. Yeah. I just <laughs> I don't I don't even see how I could support her. She just brings nothing to the table. I could get behind Ron DeSantis. If he if he yeah. were the candidate, I could get behind him. I think he's pretty strong with his policies in Florida. I still think he's way more of a politician than yeah. I like. Yeah. I could get behind him. I just don't even think I could even get behind Nikki Haley. I don't see what why she's why she's polling as high as she is. Um, I wonder. If, I, I, it's got to be somewhat of a name recognition. She's well, been around a while. She has. She was a, a governor. She was a she's, ambassador. She, you right. Know. She's. I think she's different. She is a female that gives her some bonus points just because it mixes things up. Mm, um, she's a minority. We've had several, yeah. I don't think people see her as a minority, especially because she doesn't use her real name. Um, <laughs> True. Uh, and, but I think I think where we're sitting now, and I think that was the discussion we had before um, with Naresh, but about it's right now we're in the name recognition phase. phase. Yeah, yeah. I think that, and Ron DeSantis has been around He's been his rise to popularity ever since COVID started uh, has been a big deal. So he's become a lot more prominent there. Uh, but big still, I think, trending on his way up, and he's still doing a great job of getting himself out there. Uh, Chris Christie's going to disappear. Yeah, I like we're narrowing the field now. Well, Chris, Christie's already said that he's going to stay all the way till the end, regardless of well, what I don't he know how he can. I don't know how he's going to be able to support yeah, himself. I don't know. Um, I, I think he'll bow out sooner than later. Um, I, I, I'm interested to see when Trump starts to engage, starts to engage <laughs> what's going to go down. Uh, I think ultimately what I'm really hoping for right now, and I, I think I'm jumping back on, on on board with, I would like to see a Trump Vivek ticket. Like mm. I, I'm uh, concerned that that wouldn't be what, a winning strategy for them. Because they're so strong. Yeah. I think they're so, they would be so yeah. strong. Trump with the backing of. Well, but I don't know how they would, I don't know how they would ultimately get along in that type of position. And that, I, I don't know. I don't Because they either. are two, they are both very headstrong people. And I'm not sure how that would match. I think it would be more of like a divide. And, you know, if, because if Trump were to be like, hey, you're, you're my borders you're are. My border, my, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. You're my borders are. He would go off and he would live in a tent. Oh my God. He would destroy that. <laughs> I don't and, disagree and turn with it that. Into yeah. Eight other things and be handling so many things that Trump could, you know, not have to yeah. worry about. And it would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. I don't disagree that Vivek, I, I feel like, you know, he's a guy who knows how to get stuff. He's done. just the only one that I believe will take actual actions. Like yeah. every, uh, you know, we see, well, these, because he's not worried about the, any political ramifications. Like the rest of them are, you know, they rely on donors and they rely on uh, money to stay in office and stay in power and to get elected. He doesn't. So he would have not. He doesn't have like like Trump. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have that to worry about. He doesn't have to worry about. Oh, my God. You know, this organization decided that they're not going to back me. Who cares? I don't need your money. I'll take it if you're going to give it yeah. to me, but I don't need it. Yeah. But I, I just think that he's the only candidate. I know he even talks about Trump being an American first candidate. I But he doesn't have the drive that Vivek does. Mm. He, I don't think Trump will have much more of a revenge type <laughs> administration. I, I think, think so. Um, 
but I don't think he's all about the action to actually get us back to those American ideals uh, that, that Vivek wants to do. And he's going to, Vivek would actually make some significant change um, for better or worse. Mm. I think it would be mostly for the better, but he would make stuff happen probably more than we've ever seen in our lifetime. Um, because, you know, when I was growing up, I remember hearing the, the only politics I ever really caught on was when the presidential elections were happening. And, very, and I very quickly realized, you know, I saw it go from, uh, I guess, really Bush Sr. Mm. To, to Bill Clinton to Bush Jr. Not Jr., but anyway. Yeah. And uh, and then back to Obama. And I saw that back and forth. And ultimately, not that much happened. Right. Not that much changed. Nothing that, nothing that affects our daily life. Right. And not as day much. To day. Yeah, yeah right. minimally. Um, but I think that we would actually see more change. And, and we've well, we've seen, seen, we've seen it in this presidency. Yeah, exactly. Not for yeah. the good. I right. mean, we were just talking earlier. I don't know if you all <laughs> out there saw it. But if you remember the movie... Uh, Home Alone. Home Alone. Uh, you know, there's a scene where after his parents leave and forgot him, he went to the store and he bought a bunch of stuff at the supermarket and it cost him like $17.89 or something like that. And by that... Home Alone was... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I found the article. Yeah. An article right here. Something about $20. Yeah. It was like less yeah. than 20 bucks. And now today... If he went to the grocery store and bought those same items, it would cost him $77. Yeah. I mean. No, but. And that's even up from two years ago where it would have been 44 But inflation's only up yeah. an inch. Yeah, it's just barely up. <laughs> barely. That's how we measure it, right? Um, no, it's just, it's insane. But everybody now, everybody's like, well, things are, are getting better. The economy's getting better. It's coming yeah, down. Inflation's coming down. But it's still way up. Yeah. It, I mean, have you. Yeah, if you mark, if you get inflation up to fucking 14 percent and you bring it down to nine that's not a success story no well and and but in <laughs> when it was lot, at three. In a lot of areas on a day-to-day -day <laughs> basis inflation isn't just up 14 percent it's right. up like 200 percent yeah. in a lot of cases yeah and, and a lot of the things that we consume on a regular basis right it's absolutely off the charts insane yeah and and you know and again you know i troll so a lot of the a lot of the well the president doesn't have any he doesn't have anything to do with gas prices. He doesn't have anything to do with it. You know, nothing that the president can do is inflationary. Uh, it's just until until Trump is in office again. And then it's, oh, the president, the gas prices are terrible. The but wait a minute. You just spent the last four years saying that the president has no effect on gas prices. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's the same. The problem is, is it's the same song and dance every time we turn. Every time there's a Republican in office, you know, the Democrats are screaming. Oh my God! This is because of you. This is because of you. This is because of you. When a Democrat gets in office and the same issues are happening, uh, it's well, the president has no effect on, it, on those things. You're right. Does the president have an effect on what the world gas, world oil prices are? No. Having said that, do his policies in this country affect what those are going to be overall because of more or less uh, uh, production of those things? Yes. 100% they do. So you're right. Does he have a direct impact on what oil prices are, you know, from OPEC? No, but OPEC makes decisions based on what's available and, and the amount of oil available in the world. And when the United States cuts their production down 50 percent, 
in a two-year period, that's going to have an impact. So, yeah, it's a it's a conflation that they try to make all the time. It, it baffles me when they continue to still just complain about the former administration. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Say, oh, We're the, four years into it, and it's still everything's Trump's fault. Uh, Biden was handed a, a terrible economic situation. And <laughs> honestly, they probably could have made that argument had they actually not had they actually put the brakes on because Trump certainly overspent. Yeah, absolutely. And especially when when during COVID, he got hit with COVID mm -hmm. and was part of a government who surged the economy by pumping a bunch of money in that didn't happen. They had make, made up excuses of why they needed to bail out everything um, on primarily because of the Democratic shutdowns. Yep. Mandatory. So right. Shutdowns. Mandatory shutdowns. So I agree with how they did have to pump money back into the economy, but that's just ultimately terrible rather than redirecting funds the way they should right they did the the republicans did the same thing that democrats are that doing we're doing and over stimulus stimulus but stimulus. biden came in and 100 just hit the gas yep and was like no i don't care i'm just going to add trillions and trillions and create more money out of thin air yep and pretend that the economy is good when all it did is create ridiculous amounts of inflation and it's gonna it's gonna be a something that we're gonna have to deal with and feel a lot of pain from for many years. Um, getting back to a point where uh, this isn't the case is going to be very difficult. And yeah. it's going to be painful. So for yeah. somebody that has to come in and make those hard calls and, and actually be able to say, hey, I was handed a crap uh, economic yeah. situation. We have to make major cuts. People are going to feel the effects, but it's ultimately going to be for the better. And, and guess what? We made a lot of cuts to other things, but we also cut out a lot of unnecessary spending. St money that was going overseas, gone. That's yep. Now we're actually keeping it here. Um, we're, if we were able to do that, I think we could balance things out a lot more carefully and reasonably yeah. um, without actually being uh, you know, too much of a hit on, on people individually. Sure. I mean... I don't know. I, I mean, there's virtually nobody other than the mainstream media talking heads. There is nobody supporting Biden. No, there's nobody. Uh, they they have I think they have uh, come to the point where they understand that, you know, he's in he's in worse position than Jimmy Carter was going in. To his second election it's it's never yeah. even any more than well well compared to trump he's blah 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 right that's all that's the only argument you ever hear right and nothing nothing's of substance no, nothing of like oh that's, he's better than trump in this way that's all they can even yeah. try to say so yeah i think they've come i think they're you know you know frankly we're less than a year away from the election and you know they're gonna have to shit or get off the pot here real soon in deciding whether or not uh Biden's even going to be their guy. I mean, he hasn't, he's not campaigning. He's not, <laughs> he can't, he, he, the guy can barely walk. He's not out on the campaign trail. Uh, he's doing fundraisers. I think he's actually in California doing a fundraiser tonight. Um, but he, he's not campaigning. He's not doing debates. What do we got? Something flying around? No, no. <laughs> That's Biden. Oh. He lost because he's <laughs> yeah. just like, just trails oh, off. Oh, when he's supposed to shake your hand? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I guess I better go. Uh, well, I need to run to the bathroom. They told me I got to go this way off yeah. the stage. <laughs> it's always they told me. Yeah. Who? Some of the Who stuff that he you? says is ridiculous. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, they, they really need to. It's 
getting to that point where, you know, in a month or two, they're not going to have a choice but to go with them. Yeah. It, well, once they start getting to the point where they're avidly defending him, uh, good luck. Yeah. Good freaking luck because yeah. that is not going to do well, anything. And else. they've already shown that he, you know, and, you know, I know polls are only as good as who polled them and how they polled them, but uh, it's it appears that he's lost a significant – I think – I think he's got 22% less support in the black community, like 19 or 20% less support in the Hispanic community. Um, who knows? I mean, obviously, the, uh, you know, I don't know about all the communities that are out there, but uh, those are the two major ones that, you know, if a Democrat, when a Democrat's running, if they're not in the high 80s, low 90s of support by one of those two groups, you know, they're they're screwed. And if he's down another 22 and 20%, that means he's probably in the low seventies. Uh, well, and, and the reality we got to keep in mind is I don't, this isn't going to be a two party battle this time. We got to keep, uh, keep RFK Jr. Yep. in mind. Yep. Um, Although they're doing their damnedest, they're doing their damnedest. Did you see what they did in Florida? They uh, there's another congressman, there's another Democratic congressman that's running against Biden uh, and Florida refused to put the guy on the ballot at all. They only put the only name they would put on the ballot is Joe Biden. Yeah, it's it's a big challenge that RFK Jr. is going to face but isn't to that, get on the ballot. But isn't that election interfering, not giving people the choice to vote for yeah, who they want to vote for? Well, they they. But I thought only Republicans. I thought Republicans <laughs> were the ones who were doing oh, that. They're gonna wriggle, no debates. They're gonna wriggle their no, way out of it. Yeah, no yeah. debates. Uh, RFK. They already forced him out of the party, basically. Uh, well, there's a lot of question whether or not RFK running is going to do more harm to the Republicans than it is to the Democrats. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I think it's a question. I think it's a it's fair a question. It's a fair question, but I don't think it's going to have the impact. I don't think it's going to have the impact on Republicans that they think it's going. Well, I think it certainly is going to have an impact because I think there's a lot of people. I don't know. I think you're going to get the you're going to get the Liz Cheney's and the Mitt Romney's that might vote for a third party candidate, but you're not going to get. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of Republicans who bailed on Trump at the end of his term, and were like, I, "I'm just so done with Trump's rhetoric mm -hmm. and garbage mm -hmm. and uh, and his drama." That they they went to the other side. Either they didn't vote, or they went to the other side. And um, when everybody voted against Trump, because that's all they did, they didn't vote for Biden. They voted against Trump. Mm. And I think there's so many people now who are like, who I cannot, I absolutely cannot vote for a Biden administration. Um, I need a sane option. Mm -hmm. And they're like, fine. And now I see RFK Jr. and he makes a lot of very reasonable. Uh, you think he's going to get Ross Perot numbers? I don't know what his numbers were. I know, but they were not insignificant. They no, made, they made a difference. Right, that's what I'm saying. They <laughs> made a difference, and I think yes, I do think yes, um, because especially if we if we have another Trump Biden runoff, which I don't I don't see how that plays out. I mm. think there's going to be so much drama mm. with Trump's legal battles, yep. and Biden is. I don't understand how anybody's going to advocate for that guy. Yeah. So, yes, I think RFK is going to be one of the most only reasonable options if we're stuck with those three. Mm. Yeah, interesting. I, I, um, yeah, I think I think he's going to get traction in certain core, mm. certain quadrants. Uh, like I think you have a lot of 
I, I don't know how much independence they're going to pull towards an RFK because he is still pretty, he is still pretty liberal in some of the things that he. So I'm not sure that the, the an independent, a true independent, is going to go that way. Yes, the Liz Cheney's, the Mitt Romney's, the Chris Christie's, the I'm never going to vote for Trump. They're certainly not going to vote for a Democrat, but they will they will vote for somebody. Mm -hmm. um, so if they're yes, that group, I 100 percent agree, will probably float towards an RFK. Um, but those people weren't going to vote for Trump anyway. I mean, that that to me is not a loss. It's it's already accounted for. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I just don't I'm kind know. of excited for it because it is going to be a shit show. This election year is going to be a shit show. I just thought, I mean, I back in 2020, I still thought that the support for Biden had to be zero. I thought everybody already <laughs> recognized that he was a joke. And now we've probably gone 10 times worse than yeah. that. So, well, but I think reality, reality is finally setting in because, like I said, you don't. There are not people out on the streets that are saying "Go Joe Biden," but but the reality is he still gets fifty percent of the vote or whatever. You we'll know, see. somewhere in that he range. Might. Like to me, I don't understand how he gets two percent. <laughs> I, th I think there's two percent of people who are absolutely ignorant and don't know who he is. And yeah, well, those are the people that get their news off TikTok. Those are the people absolutely. who, yeah, those are the people who get their. You know, that's the younger. It's the younger generation. If they vote, and they but. Yeah. But there's also polls out there showing that even that generation, particularly because of his current stance with Israel over Palestine, because, you know, they're all about Palestine, uh, even though we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. But um, they're they're against Joe Biden now. The younger generation is against Joe Biden now because of his support of Israel. So he's losing that mm -hmm. as well. Not that they're going to come out and vote for Trump. They're just not going to go vote. Period. I mean, that's kind of. They're never going to vote for Trump, but they they've already said you continue to support Israel. We're not we're withdrawing our vote from you. We're not. We're not. Mm -hmm. So that's going to hurt Biden. It's not going to hurt. I, 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 I got to be super thankful that Biden is still even in consideration because I think <laughs> I, I think it becomes a lot more of a challenge, a huge challenge. If we were to see somebody like Gavin Newsom, mm. um, I would fear because. I know how easily swayed and ignorant yeah. and naive yeah. Democratic voters are, the yeah. general population. So, and and I know how people feel about Donald Trump. Yeah, what's going to really do do well for conservatives, Republicans, is the fact that that it's very clear one to one. Even though with Gavin Newsom, we'd see much more of the same, mm -hmm. but they don't realize that they think they don't know him. No, they don't know him. They think it's oh, he's this young. Uh, yeah, slick, you know, what it's every time that they have an election, they're like, Oh, no, hope and change. This yeah. is gonna be the magic but, words, but it's all the same, right. it's all the same. A new guy with a you know, a new new face, but it's all the same. With Biden, it very obviously is gonna be all the same with all yeah. of the names. oh, it's actually gonna get worse if he gets if he got elected to a second term, he would go full lefty. I mean, he's almost I think there, he's, I think, he's almost there now, but he would go like. AOC left. I think at it that would. Point. Continue. I, mean, I think he's already there. I think he's beyond, beyond left. I think he's just. Uh, but that trajectory will continue. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it will be very, very bad. Um, but I think the danger, if, if Donald Trump were to go against Kevin Newsom head to head, I don't think Trump has a chance. 
Um, I don't know. He wasn't very impressive against Ron DeSantis in that head-to-head debate they had. I but, mean, but I think as far as polling goes, he he won. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. He he wasn't impressive. I, mean, I don't think so. I don't. Think I mean, he I don't had know an actual answer. He, but I, I think he played the political game enough to look like he looks and presents himself like a reasonable yeah. candidate. Yeah, like that's all. That's then all, all that do, it matters. But then all you have Democrats. to all you have to do is pull out the current state of the state of California. I hundred percent agree. <laughs> like I I one hundred percent agree. If you compare Florida, California, which state would you rather live in? Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's clear. No brainer. Because one's gotten plus four hundred and fifty-two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And the other one's gotten negative. You know, whatever. But everybody else that's not involved yeah, yeah. sees just Democrat versus Republican, yeah. and they see this young, slick dude, and everybody hates Trump. Like that's yeah. that's how they look at it. And so I just don't think that that would be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would need somebody young, fresh. Young, fresh blood like Vivek, perhaps, or DeSantis. <laughs> uh, you know, I could see reasonably going head to head. I don't think Trump uh, fares very well against uh, yeah. somebody. Well, like- here's why I'm not concerned about Gavin Newsom. Uh, again, I spend some time on social media mm-hmm. listening specifically to liberal sites, and none of them talk about him. They well, don't and, even mention I mean, him. even himself, like he pointed out during his debate that. He will not be the. He the, will not be the. He won't. He will not be the, the nominee. nominee, and neither will right. DeSantis. And he's right. He's right. Um, but you know, the talking it, heads would. Well, you know what's interesting about that is because all of the Democrats don't think that Trump will be a nominee because yeah. he's going to be in jail or yeah. something. Well, he's not going to jail. Um, Just like Hunter Biden's not. So going he's to acknowledging jail. that at least. Yeah. He's exactly. In, so yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know. Anyway, so uh, what I wanted to tell you is <laughs> we, we started a little bit on <clears throat> the Palestine-Israel thing. A UC Berkeley professor uh, did, a, he teaches, I think he teaches something like, you know, Jewish studies or something at UC Berkeley, which is an interesting place to have a, a, a Jewish studies course, UC Berkeley. Um <laughs> So he did a poll with all of the students that were out protesting. Mm. Um, and he asked him questions about Israel and about Palestine and all that. And here's how you know that this is a fabricated bullshit protest. He asked them, who was Yasser Arafat? Mm-hmm. 63% of the protesters said Yasser Arafat was the first prime minister of Israel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... If you know anything, you don't even have to. That's not even like ancient history. That's just a couple no. decades ago. It, these are the same people who don't <laughs> who don't believe that Hamas is a terrorist yeah, organization. Yeah. They think, oh, it, these are it's just the Palestinians. They're just these poor innocent yeah. Palestinians who just want yeah. peace. Just want peace, right? Yeah. Hamas is just they they're they're peace. They're freedom fighters. Yeah. They and they're just being bullied. Yeah. By these big bad bullies yeah. who are bombing them. Uh, relentlessly, relentlessly with, yeah. with no, you know, yeah. no uh, care for civilians. That's all right. they are. Poor yeah. Hamas. Poor Hamas. Just, <laughs> I do feel sorry for them. Yeah. Uh, but no, I just thought it was, I just, that's, I just thought it was interesting that like, you know, they claim that, you know, oh my God, they've been oppressed for so long. And they, you don't even know who the hell Yasser Arafat is. Well, I saw a video <laughs> of like an old lady. She probably had to be like 70 years old out protesting with the sign and somebody's interviewing her and she says something ridiculous like from the ocean to the sea 
And she's like, and the guy's like, what? It's like, you don't, what does that mean? Well, uh, from the ocean to the sea, they'll be free. Uh, that's what we want. And, and then she's like, no, I mean, it's from the mountains to the sea. Like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, they don't even, they have you no don't even know what you're talking about. They have about. no clue. She's like, I, I knew that that was a chant that they were saying but these the other are the, day, but so we just want... I would be willing to bet, if there was a way, think about all the... Think about since the... Uh, uh, who was the dude who the cop killed? George Floyd. George Floyd. <laughs> I don't even remember his freaking name. Uh, but think about since all the protests with BLM started with that, right? You got BLM, you had Antifa, now you have this Palestine thing with the anti-police thing thrown in there, mixed around in it. I, I wish there was a way that you could go and find how many of these people that are out there doing the protests for Palestine were also out there doing the protests for Antifa. We're also out there doing the anti-cop. We're also out there doing the George Floyd protests. What, you know, it's all the same people. They contribute nothing to society. It's all, all the same people. Yep. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. What are they? Yeah, what do you actually like? Yeah, I don't. I there's a lot of things that I support and believe in, but there's very few things that get me out. Yeah. To like go and actually yeah. protest and show up and yeah. I, I'm going to contribute in other ways, um, and voice my opinion in other ways. But like, I'm not going to go sit in traffic because uh, some elementary school teacher wants to. Yeah. Uh, you know, teach my kid teach, about. You yeah, know, he can section. be he can be 25 genders. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm just like that's not yeah. I'm going to resolve that in another way. I'm not going to go sit in block traffic for right. something stupid like that. Yeah. Because affecting my day yeah. is definitely accomplishing your mission. Right. Yeah. And oh by the way, probably be the wrong people to stop in front of. It. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's not going to go well. <laughs> May not go well for me in the end, but it sure as hell ain't going to go well for you in the beginning. <laughs> um but yeah, so I just thought it was interesting that, you know, yeah. they don't even know, they don't, they, they have no sense of even what the issue is. And it's a complex issue. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm some expert on the Palestinian right, Israel. But, but these people are portraying that they are. That, right. That you, you go out there protesting that you're saying, you know, right. Uh, what the issues are. And that's what everybody that whenever, uh, Turning Point USA goes out to a college campus yeah, or something. Absolutely. There's a relentless amount of protesters there who have no, no idea, idea. Right. about any of the opinions. They're like, I don't even know. Have you ever You're heard, a racist. Have you ever heard Charlie Kirk speak? You're a Nazi. No. You know what he says? Well, he says some racist things. He's a racist yeah. Nazi. Well, okay. Uh, what does he say that's racist? Oh, I don't well, know. He's just racist. Know, but, but everybody else, there's signs and yeah. stuff. And they, so he's they, racist. They hurt my feelings. So yeah, I, yeah, he's get racist. Him out of here. He's racist. He should die and, and be <laughs> murdered. And I'm all about uh, no hate. Yeah. No hate. Right, no hate. Except Charlie Kerr. Yeah. No hate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, uh, that, I just, we've I just summed up. We've summed up. <clears throat> I just find it interesting. I mean, they're all the same people. They have, they actually don't give two shits about any of these causes. It's just, I mean, I don't know if they're getting paid 20 bucks an hour to be out there just protesting with signs or, or, or what it is, but they just, yeah, they seem to be all, out there for maybe, everything. Yeah. Maybe they're all Soros, you know, <laughs> yeah. plants and who the fuck knows. Or it's, I give or up. The, but the that's China, why we laugh at them. Or Narisha's Chinese psyop yeah. is, yeah. is playing well, out. That's you know, true. Their, their TikTok is, uh, yeah. 
invading our our minds and getting us to do to, to do the CCP's bidding. Well, that's why you know the last time we we had a very small uh, group of Antifa that was here in Frederick that were protesting down at Baker Park, mm. uh, and I didn't find out about it until the day of, or I would have been down there. Mm. I would have been down there just rabble rousing. <laughs> I mean, to me, like if I knew if they had announced it prior to. Uh, that would have been just fucking glory for me because uh, I probably would have been on front page news. <laughs> it might not have been good. We can bring the podcast and I'll, I'll film it. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have been, it would have been really good. So Antifa, if you're listening, stage another thing in Frederick and announce it like a week ahead of time. So I can take time off work to be there so that, you know, I can laugh at you. Yeah, we'll conduct some interviews. I mean, interviews. you know, I, I don't know if you can talk through your masks, but, you know, we'll have a good time with it. Anyway, hey, I hope you all have a great weekend. Uh, it's actually going to be kind of nice here this weekend, it looks like. I mean, weather-wise. It's yeah, not, gonna be not super, too bad, not too bad. It's not going to be super cold. Um, no wind, so we'll tomorrow. And, yeah, we're coming down to the holidays and everything. We are, I am yeah. going to be out of town next Friday. That's right, Jimmy won't be, be here. Gone. Jimmy won't be here. You're stuck with me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, you're going to, I'm going to Nashville. Nashville. My daughter's graduating visit, college. Yep. Yeah, Graduating college. You're going to go to a hockey game while you're there? Yes, sir. That's what she wanted to do for her graduation nice. is see the Caps who are visiting in town nice. in Nashville. So it's going to work out well. we got some good seats. I'm going to go in early and see if she, she got a puck from Oshi last time. <laughs> so she's going to Did she have to a get, sign? Yeah. Uh, she's already planning her it's sign. Always the sign. Yeah, she's gonna try to get you know some kind of graduation sign. Um <laughs> I just graduated. I just graduated. Oh, she kissed me. <laughs> <laughs> she probably, yeah. Yeah, she can handle that. Um uh, too funny. So, yeah, but anyway, cool. so okay. Well, we'll be back Tuesday, and then uh you guys are gonna be stuck with me alone on Friday. Sorry. Unless Jimmy wants to do it remotely. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> anyway, uh, we will see you then. Have a good weekend.